Hey, this is Pastor Michael Alfaro from The Calling Church. I'm so excited that you're listening to our church podcast. I pray that it blesses you and encourages your faith. church you guys are looking good today that was a good one greeting each other you're looking good if you guys are single in the house find another single person tell them you're looking good all right well welcome to the calling church my name is kareen alfaro i'm a pastor here with my husband at the calling and um, it's our honor to be with you every single sunday and it's my honor today to give the message and i don't take that lightly i'm super excited i am low-key actually high key super nervous because my comfort zone is just I love leading worship and I just love being in the background too and but today I am gonna I'm gonna speak because I feel like that's something God is stretching me and calling me to do so I'm excited to be here with you guys again um a lot has happened within um the past time since I spoke we went on maternity leave we had an awesome little girl her name is Hope Alfaro um she's just a joy yeah you can give her a hand she's awesome she's in the back you might have heard her a second ago she did a little yeah something like that. Um, and I don't know, me as a parent, maybe because she's so little, all her sounds are just so cute, right? Unless she's like crying nonstop, then, you know, it's a little hard. But her, her sound right now is so cute. I'm like, oh, that's my girl. That's my girl back there. Anyway, so what just happened on Friday? It was Valentine's Day, right? Valentine's Day was Friday. And um, for me and my husband, we um, celebrated on Friday. And it was super nice. Mom and dad went out, which was cool. Grandma and grandpa watched Baby Hope. Um, so we celebrated 10 years of Valentine's together. So we, we went out. But I wanted to show you guys a picture of us 10 years ago. So we were 21 and 22. Um, I appreciate that clap. That was awesome. Thank you. I like it. I like it a lot, but I'm glad you like it too. But um, so 10 years ago, 21 and 22, he was actually my very first Valentine. He made it so special. Uh, We went out to eat at the Pomona Mining Company. I was going to forget the name. And he took me to Laguna Beach. Super nice. He set the bar high. It was good. Now, 10 years later, we, um, we spent the night at an awesome restaurant. That's my favorite. This is earlier that day, and it just warms my heart. Ladies, find a guy that will love your children like that. Give her a flower, even though she won't remember that and know that. It's super cute that he did it, and we can show her that later. So I love him. He's awesome. Ten years later, we're still in love. And I want to show you, just because I'm a mom and maybe you're bored of it, I want to show you this awesome video of my baby girl. She just makes my heart so full. Can you guys show it? Hi, Hope. Did you have a good time at church today? (laughs) I think that's a yes. I love you. (laughs) I love you. Isn't that the best? I just love that smile. It's just so, uh, it just makes you have a good day. It's just sunshine, right? It's sunshine in a bottle and a little person. But um, me just becoming a parent, I'm super new, only three months. I have nothing on a lot of you, but realizing now, yes, baby. I don't know if that's her. That might be another baby. But uh, <laughs> um, but being a parent now, a new parent, I feel like just my um, whole outlook and uh, definition or a realization of what love is has just um, deepened and widened and grown so much, not only for um, my baby girl, but for my husband. It's just a totally different love. And for just humanity in general, for people, just seeing the gift that God has given and just how I love her so much, I can't imagine how much God loves me that I don't want anything to harm her. Michael talks about putting, wrapping her in a bubble, not letting anything touch her. 
Um, that's how I feel. And I feel like this morning God wants to um, show us just how much he loves us and really um, share with us what love is. So I want to read to you guys a scripture that you've probably heard a, a billion times at weddings. It is 1 Corinthians 13. And we have a new tradition at the church that we're going to stand when we read the words. So if you guys could stand with me as we read this together. If you have your Bibles, look at your Bibles, or we have the giant Bible on the screen. Whichever you want to look at is good. Um, 1 Corinthians 13, 1 through 13, it says, If I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. But where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when completeness comes, when is in part disappears, what is in part disappears. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. But when I became a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me. For now we see only reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, and this is deep, even, even as I am fully known. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. So the next few minutes, I want to talk to you guys on this idea of love is, and we're going to fill in the blank, fill in the blank, love is. So if you guys would pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you in this place. We thank you that you are such a loving God. You are the definition of love. Lord, I pray that you bless each and every person here. Show us this morning how to love in our relationships, both romantically, not romantically, in our workplaces, everything, God. We just ask that you teach us this morning what it says in your word, what love is. In Jesus' name, amen. You guys can be seated. So I wanted to start off with something a little bit fun. Um, I spoke last year, and I forgot about it till recently, but I showed you guys some um, breakup notes by kids. So I thought I'd show some love notes by kids because um, kids are just awesome. We talked about hope, um, and just we're talking about love this morning. So who doesn't love kids? Who doesn't love love, right? So let's do the first one. Um, happy Valentine's Day. I hope you have a great day. And I'd like you to, and by like, do you mean love? If you do, me too. That's funny. But we can't be boyfriend or girlfriend. Mom won't let me. But we can like and be friend and play each other. And this is my favorite. P.S. It's not my best writing. <laughs> Just random. Kids are so random. Roses are red. Violets are blue. Everything is red. <laughs> Everything is awesome. That's probably what it was. Uh, Valentine's Day is cool. You are too. You can be better. But I like you. That's really real. That's good. <laughs> 
<laughs> we'll talk about that relationships. I like this one. You are a beautiful human being, but I'm not good at drawing human beings, so I drew a potato instead. But a very beautiful potato. <laughs> that was my favorite. Um, this isn't a love letter, but it says, Dear God, I bet it's very hard for you to love all of everybody in the whole world. There are only four people in our family, and I can never do it. <laughs> I love that. That was awesome. So today I want to talk about not just like love relationships, like a husband and wife or a boyfriend and girlfriend, um, but also like families, your coworkers, just relationships in general. How do we love in our relationships in general? And at an early age, we're taught, you know, we're making these Valentines. We're taught that love is something that is um, chocolate hearts and, um, you know, candies, this kind of ooey gooey feeling going out to going out to eat and all these like high moments and um, all these, you know, fun things, mountaintop moments. But um, love isn't necessarily that, right? That's more of like a feeling that's like an event. And I blame Disney for those things. How many of you blame Disney? I love Disney. Don't get me wrong. I love it. Uh, Yes. Hallmark. Oh, that's a great example. Mercy. That's a great example. Hallmark, Hallmark, um, all those different things like that. Disney always talks about the fairy tale, right? People coming together, meeting one another. It's just that awesome, fun, butterfly moment, right? Isn't that great? We all love that. But, you know, what happened after our Eric and Ariel from The Little Mermaid still together? You know, like what? We don't know the rest of that. We just know the beginning. So Disney just shows us like just a snippet of that beginning part. And I blame The Bachelor as well. I've not, I watched the first episode, but I hear it's pretty crazy right now. Pretty dramatic. Anyway, so The Bachelor, Disney, Hallmark, things like that. Give us just like a snippet of what this love is. But it really doesn't show the depth and the magnitude of what love is. Love is just so much deeper. I shared with you guys about hope. I feel like my love has just widened. That I would do anything for her. It's just... Uh, it's hard to explain, but I feel like just this well overflowing of this deep gratitude of love that I would go in front of a bus for her. It's just this insane, deep love, a love that doesn't just last past a meal, a love that doesn't um, just last when she's um, behaving, a love that is long lasting through when she's 18, when she's 22, when she's um, 50, when Michael's 80, you know, a love that, um, a love that lasts a lifetime. And today I want to talk about in our relationships, that kind of love, a love that lasts all circumstances, that stands the test of time, a love that endures, a love that is stable. So this scripture, um, again, we heard it probably in so many weddings. I I know I have. But the context really of this scripture is um, Paul is talking to the the Corinthian church. And at this church, they're not getting along. The church is pretty much a mess. So they are um, looking at their gifts higher than loving each other. So they're basically like showing off, you know, they're, they're more in tune to that than to actually loving each other. And they're doing, I'm not going to get into it, but they're doing a lot of, um, just kind of bad, really bad things. Um, but so Paul's writing to this church and telling them what's most important in life is not all these spiritual gifts. We read that in the beginning of the verse, prophesying, speaking in tongues, but really if, if you don't have love, none of that matters. None of that matters at all. Love is the thing that holds everything together. 
everything together. So I believe this morning, I want to share with you that we are called this 2020 in our whole lives to have healthy, loving, and vibrant relationships. Not something that is surface level or mediocre or something that's based on emotions, but something that's deep and wide and stable and full. A love that stands the test of time. And I believe he doesn't want you to have a good relationship, whether you're married um, or with your parents, whatever it is, but he wants you to have great relationships this year. Amen. How many of you guys want to have great relationships this year? Yes. You can give God a hand for that. We want to have great relationships. If you love well, you will live well. How many of you guys believe that? If you love well, you will live well. I know for, for us, me and Michael, when we're, you know, everything is good, it just, life just feels good, right? When you're loving each other, it just feels, the quality of life just deepens and grows. So the problem is we don't all really know what love is, right? We talked about Disney movies. We talked about um, Hallmark. Things in our culture have defined for us what love is. But today I want to go into the Bible and see what um, God says love is. We read a little bit about that. It is our guide and it is our map. So this morning, in order to have healthy relationships, this 2020, we need to be somebody that loves well. But in order to love well, we need to first know what the Bible says about love. Amen? Amen. So Jesus defines for us what love is. My first point is love is a commandment, not a suggestion. Love is a commandment, not a suggestion. I know that word commandment comes off a little harsh sometimes, right? It sounds harsh. But why do you think God made that a commandment? If you think about it, love Love is a commandment. It doesn't, when you think about love being a commandment, it doesn't sound so harsh, right? He's not commanding you not to do something in this context, but he's saying, love, love your neighbor as yourself. Let's read John 13, 34. So now I'm giving you a new commandment. Love each other just as I have loved you. You should love each other. He says it, he says it twice in a row. Matthew 22, 34 through 40. It's labeled the greatest commandment. Again, not a, not a suggestion, but a commandment, not the greatest suggestion. Hearing that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, the Pharisees got together. One of them, an expert in the law, tested him with this question. Teacher, what is the greatest commandment in the law? Everything, the law, all of it. What is the greatest commandment? Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. And all the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Now this morning, if you leave here not remembering anything else, remember this. Is that love is the greatest commandment of all. If a summary of the Bible all at once is love. This, this right here. Love God and love others as yourself. So I think Jesus is saying this because it's, it's obviously super important. Can you imagine if we all really took this not as a suggestion, but as a commandment, right, in our relationships? If I loved Michael, even though he's not doing maybe what I wanted, I asked him to pick up a plate and he's not picking up a plate. I don't know. It's a random thing. That's so minute. But if I choose not to love in that moment and I'm frustrated, Right, things can escalate quickly. And I believe in our world today, a lot of things are because we don't love in 
the moments, in the small moments. We take it as a suggestion, if I feel like it, okay, God, I will take the love commandment and then I'll obey you. But God is saying love is a commandment. He doesn't say when you feel like it. It's all the time, right? It doesn't specify a time, right? Love is something to do all the time. All healthy relationships are built in love. Love God and love others. Um, Point number two, love is a choice, not an emotion. Love is a choice, not an emotion. I don't know about you, but I can't command an emotion, So I can't command you, Alora, be happy now. Alora, be sad. Or if my baby girl's crying, I can't tell her, be happy now. You can't be sad, right? When we're talking about love, God is commanding us to love. So what does that mean? Love is not an emotion because you can't command an emotion. Love is an action. So love is a choice, not an emotion. Studies show that when you get in a relationship for the first time, those like feelings, those butterfly feelings last only from a range of like six weeks to 18 weeks. So during that weeks, it's literally like you're on drugs, right? So you have like a dope, you have the, your dopamine levels are high. You know, you're looking at the other person. They can do no wrong, right? In your eyes, they're just the best in the whole wide world. So in that time, you're just in, infatuated, You have this feeling, but there is a time when those butterflies fly away. It's pretty butterflies. They fly south or wherever they fly. I don't know. Um, Real butterflies. Um, But what I'm talking about today is not that kind of love that we find out on The Bachelor or we find out on Disney movies, but a love that stands the test of time. I don't know about you, but in the beginning, Michael and I, when we were dating in a relationship, we would talk on the phone for hours and hours and hours. But how many of you guys know that's not sustainable, right? So I married him and I love him, but the emotions are high, but I'm not going to be sitting there. He's in the other room. I'm on the phone talking to him like, oh, I miss you so much. What are you doing? Nothing. Oh, nothing sounds awesome. I wish I was doing nothing with you. Uh, (laughs) right in those moments that's if that's what you're putting as love but that's really not love that's um infatuate infatuation and michael and i did that but over the time when you go through some things you really find out what love is i remember when michael's father got sick that was something um i never knew we would go through together when he lost his dad there's a love that comes with loss and in a relationship that, that bonds you together like no other. And my heart hurts for him that he does not have that. We didn't know we would start a church. That's a whole other type of love as you go through building something together. Not knowing what is ahead in the future, but following a calling together, that's a love that is deepened through that circumstance. Love comes through time, through trials, through good times, through bad, not through, da- not through just dates and restaurants, right? All that is good. But with that love, it just widens deeper and deeper as we go through life. And that's what is sustainable. Love is a choice. I want to read to you guys this. It says, based on the information that I understand and apply, love is not a feeling. Because when I think it's a feeling and the feeling changes... And then our marriage, our relationship is in trouble because you don't make me feel happy anymore. I'm not in love with you anymore. We talked about how 
those drug levels in your brain, those dopamine levels are high when you first meet. But over time, that kind of fades away. But a deeper, a deeper love comes. But that only comes when we define it by what the Bible says, that love is patient, love is kind. But if we define it by um, love is when you only make me happy, then yes, this does happen. Because then someone can't always make you happy. Amen, right? We all... We all can disappoint each other, but it's loving each other through the difficult times, the difficult times and the minute time, the minute things. One of the things that I feel like I could have left him for is the toothpaste. Um, no, I'm just joking. So I had talked about before, we just, we shared a toothpaste and then he would squeeze it in the middle and then I'm the end person roller and then every time I would go and get it, I just would want to, like, throw something at him or throw the toothpaste at him. And it's just those little things that I could get so mad about day after day after day. <laughs> but love is, it's okay. I'm going to put this down, and I'm going to buy my own toothpaste. We now have our own toothpaste. <laughs> But you got to love each other through, that's a funny story, and that's a small thing. Um, but what about the big things? What about if you can't trust someone anymore? What about if, um, you know, someone hurt you, or they let words come out that you can't forget? That's, that's something different. But that's still love. In those moments, in marriage with your mom and dad, with your brother and sister, what is love, Right? Love is seeing through all that and loving that person anyway and not leaving and say, I'm, I'm here with you. This love is not a feeling. This love is a choice. I don't know about you. It talks about in there that love is patient, love is kind. It goes through all those things. But I have never felt patient in my life. Have you guys ever felt patient, right? Was that easy for you? You're not like, oh my gosh, God, I am feeling so patient today. Put me in traffic. See what I do. You know what I mean? Like, put me in line behind someone writing, a ch like, a check and the line's long. Put me in that line. You know what I mean? Uh, patient. I've never felt patient. But God is saying that love is those things. Love. So love is an action. It's not a feeling. I don't feel like being patient sometimes. I don't feel like being kind. But it doesn't mean I'm not supposed to do that because I don't feel it. Right? Love is a choice. Love is not an emotion. This next one, I was contemplating if I should um, put it in or not, but um, it feels like a Debbie Downer point. But it says, love is hard and requires action. Love is hard and requires action. And the reason why I had a hard time putting that is, um, it's, well, it's the truth. But what's hard is that I don't want you to leave here thinking that it's impossible, and it's not. But I don't want you to leave here thinking it's easy either. Because if I tell you it's easy and you go out and you go home to your relationships and it's just a, this the hardest time and you think you failed, I have, I have not done my job. It is, love is not easy. If it was easy, we would all be in a good place. If it was easy, divorce would not exist. If it was easy, there wouldn't be hate in the world, right? Love is hard because it goes against what's in our human nature sometimes, right? Love is hard. And it requires action. For a relationship to work, it takes work. I know I'm sharing a lot of examples of me and my husband, but that's what comes to my mind. When we got married, 
again, I, sh- I told you I love Disney. So when we got married, and um, I planned out, like, all the music to when we got married. When he was walking out, I was walking out. I had all these songs. It was so elaborate. But I was thinking about these songs I had. I had, I did, I'll be your crying shoulder. I'll be love suicide. And he walked out to that one. And then um, I forgot. The girls walked out too. Because you're amazing just the way you are by Bruno Mars. Right? But if we'd be honest in our relationships, it's more like you'd be amazing if you just wash all the dishes. Right? It's like the marriage started out that way. You're, you're awesome just the way you are. But then at home, it's like, you'd be amazing if you just get off your phone. Right? Spend time with me. Um, he's, <laughs> his arms are crossed. No, that's good. He washed the dishes this week. It was very helpful. I got to speak every week. right right so and i remember just i packed it with all these lovey-dovey fairy tale disney songs but guess what it's not a fairy tale i got married and it's a lot different than a disney movie not saying it's not worth it but it's hard and it requires action because how do you know if if i left that wedding day or he left that wedding day and we never kept trying to love each other i don't think we would be here today right, together. This church would be here because love, it takes action and relationships to work take work. And that's for every single relationship with your boss. It takes work, right? You need, it's about a giving and receiving with your, with your friends. It takes work. It's not easy. It's hard. Having hope for the first two months was some of the, the hardest times that we have had. And, um, we taking care of a baby, you are sleep deprived, you are, um, you're just tired. And then, um, I remember one time just thinking like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I could do this with another one, but it's just a a period and it only lasts so long. And then it changes, our life changes. There's always seasons. But I remember in those moments, just because it was hard and she was crying or she needed her diaper changed, I didn't, not do that. I did it because I love her and I want her to be clean. I want her to be safe. I held her when she cried. I woke up every two hours because I love her, right? If I did it based on what I wanted, you know, she would be, poor thing would be crying over there and not have any help. But love is an action. Love requires you to go above and beyond what you feel in the moment, what you're thinking. Love, it takes all of who you are. Love is hard, but it requires you to do more. It's an action. I believe emotions follow your motion. So um, our pastor would always say that um, it's easier to act your way into feeling than to feel your way into action. It's easier to act your way into a feeling than to feel your way into an action. So if there's people here in the house today, maybe you're saying like, man, I I don't want to talk to my brother. He just really hurt me. Or I don't want, I can't even be in the same room as my wife. I haven't talked to my mom in so long. But God is telling you this morning that you're called to have thriving and loving relationships through through it all. Obviously, there's certain things that we're not going to get into that make situations different. But some of you this morning need to reach out to that brother. You might not feel like it. They might have, you're still mad. But when you go out 
when you take that first step, love will follow. And love will heal over all wrongs. Amen? Jesus modeled this so well. And you can debate me on this, but I believe for Jesus, I don't think love was easy still for him. Yes, he's perfect and God and man, but I don't think it was easy. I don't think it was easy for him to die on the cross for you and me. He felt everything, right? He, dealed with the same, he dealt with the same emotions that you and me have every single day. He was fearful. The night before, he came to God and said, God, if you can basically prevent this from happen, ple- happening, please, God, take this cup from me. But not my will, your will be done. That's all what we're talking about here. It's an amazing example. He put his motion first and his emotions after. He went and did what would be the, probably the most excruciating death ever because he loved you and he loved me. He could have said, like, you know what, this God, this is too much for me, or I am God, I don't have to go through this. But he knew that he was called to do something so great that would last for all of eternity, a love that was deep and wide, that went past his emotions, past his feelings, past his thoughts, that he would give everything for you and me. And that's what we're talking about this morning, this love that is so good and so wide. In the Bible, it talks about that love is sacred. And the greatest love of all is God. 1 John 4, 8. God is love. In the verse we read earlier, I love how it ends. It says, now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. And when we go to heaven one day, We won't need faith, he's talking about. We will no longer need hope, but love always remains. Love is sacred, love is eternal, love is is everything. Love is why we're here this morning in this church, why we started this church four years ago. Love is hard, but it requires action, and it's so worth it. It's a choice, it's not an emotion. And love is a sacred gift. And this morning, I just want to encourage you guys and pray for each and every one of you that you would go about your week and redefine what love is, what love is in your marriage with your boyfriend, with your girlfriend, with your mom, with whoever it is. What is love this week for you? How can I act in this definition, biblical definition of what love is? How can I love those that are hard to love? How can I love even when I don't feel like it? If you guys would bow your heads, I'd love to pray for you. Thank you so much for listening to today's message. I pray that it blessed you. It's so vital to do life together. That's why I would love to invite you to the Calling Church. Bring a friend. We would love to meet you. Also, stay connected to our church via our website, the Calling Church app, or our social media. God bless you. Thank you.